0: Alright, well, we're starting, and welcome back to the podcast today. We are here with Hugo Pierre-Martin, the voice of Chamber and Valorant. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. It is, it is always a good day to talk to a new Valorant voice actor, or any Valorant voice actor in general, but you are um, you were a very difficult one to, like I said, to even find. So now that we're doing this... I, I am so happy, and I know a lot of people, you are very requested in my comments of where's Chamber, when's Chamber coming, <laughs> and now we got it, and I'm not sure, have you done anything uh, when it comes to like interviews for Valorant at all?
1: I did one with Carolina. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's really funny, it wasn't through uh, Valorant community, I didn't know her, um, and I was talking to another friend in the video game community. Um who's w- worked on a game with carolina and i was just asking her for advice just sort of like just general voice actor stuff and she's mm-hmm. like oh let me h- let me hook you up with a friend and i was like okay cool and then she she told me who it was and i was like oh yeah i'm in a game with her or you know we mm-hmm. voice in the same game and so i talked on the phone with carolina who's who's really 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 sweet and then yes. she asked me to be on her her podcast so i did her her twitch podcast or whatever it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
0: so it's it's really interesting I, I want to know a little bit more about, um, we'll kind of go through uh, all the stages of, of getting uh, cast with Valorant, but can you start with the beginning of how this came to fruition of, of that first um, kind of, when you first saw Valorant and how that happened?
1: When I first got the audition request yes. and stuff like that? Um, my memory isn't very good, and I think as I mentioned before, I, I tend to delete emails. <laughs> um, but obviously, they aren't. They don't tell you what it is, what mm-hmm. game it is, and um, there's a little bit. Of, there's a description of the character, and I think that they gave like you know some kind of parameters of what they're looking for. Um, one of the references was I do remember was I forget the character name, but you know, in the Matrix. Did you see the second or third Matrix? There's the French guy. Mm. yeah there's a there's a french character in the matrix so that was one of the references and i was like okay gotcha i, I can i can definitely do something like that um which is a, a french guy which has a, a pretty distinct french accent but is also kind of hamming it up a little bit Is kind of like leaning into their french accent and also is very romantic and stuff like that so that was the reference and um yeah so it was just initial audition and then they did like an in-person callback in studio um, by then, I think it was covid and um yeah pretty extensive, long callback, usually callbacks or anything like that it's you know it's but it was it was pretty long um so it was kind of one of those things where it was just like, okay well, if i didn 't get this <laughs> it's sort of like that was a long that was a long recording callback audition mm-hmm. uh but then I heard back um a bit after and um Aside from the, en- from the engineers, which are there, everything was remote. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then we got started.
0: So were you originally, did you start like before COVID happened and then kind of go, was, that like, was there like an overlap mm, or was it just all COVID?
1: I, that's what I can't really quite remember. I, I think it might've been, yeah, I can't remember. Mm. It was somewhere around there. Their initial audition might've been like right before sometimes you don't hear back sometimes i mean the industry is really strange because sometimes you hear like the next day and sometimes you're like forget about it and it's like four months later so i, I can't really quite recall mm-hmm. and but all the recording was yeah
0: when it when it comes to like finding that voice for the character was there was there a lot of kind of searching for that or did you kind of have if you can remember did you have that
1: right away no, we. Um, I think I think the voice, the attitude, basically, which were a lot of playful lines, a lot of lines that are like you know teasing the other characters, mm-hmm. and he's very full of himself. <laughs> so that was all. That was all like, okay, got it. Um, but the accent was something that we went back and forth, and I think the most interesting thing, which I think it's a compliment to Riot and everything like that, is that we. Recorded maybe one or two sessions, and then they were like at the end of the session. They were like, "Could you push the French French accent really, really far?" Mm-hmm. And I did that, and then they're like, "Oh, I think that's what we want." And then so it went from me at first doing a pre- like a relatively thick accent, and then working with the director and him going, "I think we want to dial it back for comprehension." And I was like, "Okay," and then riot was like, "We want to dial it way forward." But then after when we started recording again. I didn't push it that. Much. I think they they I I could get they wanted a little bit more. So I mean, honestly, it, it didn't really like change that much. But the 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 main thing you'll hear, which I'll maybe change it a little bit, and I I, I feel it's justified, is that with like the French word that, you know, for French people, it's very hard to say that thought tha, they don't have that in the language so much. So they say that that, or if they're really French, they'll say zet the z. <laughs> So it started with like, yeah, just taking out the zets, but then they pushed it. So, but I think it's very fair since I've been an observer of hundreds of French accents in my family that some French people will, you know, when they're not concentrating, they'll say zet. And then when they're concentrating a little more, they'll say dat. And I think rarely say dat. So, but that's literally like the sound that makes it like more French and less French. Mm -hmm. Um, there's probably some words here and there but but yeah aside from that that was just but it was it was still it was really cool because you i didn't mind at all i was like oh cool we're gonna go back and do a whole day of recording again just because we want to get it get it right so yeah uh
0: where where were you born at san francisco okay and so where, like being a voice actor you advertise that you can do french and where does that, like you said, you you observe in your family. So is your family's French?
1: Yeah, my mom is French. My dad's American. So I grew up speaking both. My dad speaks French too. So we in our household, we would speak like a mix of French and English. Yeah. But, um, I would speak French at home with my family, my brothers and sisters, sort of a mix. Obviously at school, I didn't go to a French American school, but then we'd go to take summers in France. And so soon as i land in france i just speak french only mm. um so yeah so i developed but but um you know it's it's my i'm not fully french and it wasn't really fully educated in french so sometimes my grammar kind of sucks but <laughs> typically typically my accent is pretty what i'm concentrated is pretty good where i go to france and french people don't know that i'm not french it's usually i'll say something kind of odd and i'll have to be like oh by the way i'm I'm not a rube i'm just i just wasn't educated in france yeah Um, but yeah but because of the work of a voice actor i pretty much you know i I developed it i I did my first voiceover was in french Mm. um, for xbox i did a french french xbox commercial (laughs) that i booked that i booked on craigslist wow yeah
0: xbox was advertising on craigslist
1: yeah i mean let's not put it out there internet (laughs) <laughs> xbox wasn't casting this is such oh. a long time. Not xbox as well this casting director in san francisco couldn't find a, a french actor because sometimes they'll like localize they'll be like we want to record all the languages in one studio
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so they'll just try to find it locally it was, it was before the days of like source connect and all the remote stuff so they were just looking around san francisco for a french actor and they couldn't find one and so they i looked on craigslist when i was a young actor and um and got that gig yeah so I've, I've i've done work in that's broadcast in france um so i, I realized then that i was like okay yeah I, I they can't tell i mean they even interviewed me like they can't tell that i'm not french <laughs> that i'm not full french mm-hmm. so so i can pass pretty well but but you know if 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 i got to speaking like a, a lot a lot probably some of the accent would like slip a little bit basically but for the purposes of work I've also worked on screen in in French for for directors and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it Seems to work out, yeah.
0: Is do you do you enjoy one more than the other when it comes to voiceover or on screen work? On screen work. Oh, you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think voiceover is a lot easier. I I, I mean, for me, I, I think for a lot of people, some people are like, oh, voiceover is a lot harder. I think it's probably just on screen work is more challenging for me. Um, voiceover I find really pleasurable but but that's it's but it's also because I haven't like experienced the full gamut I just did a little animation like a year and a half ago and I don't know if it'll ever come out but I did find animation especially like doing voiceover with an animatic they'll have like a rough drawing you Mm -hmm. know what that is and I I found that challenging that's because I'd never done it before but like Mm -hmm. commercials I've done hundreds of commercials and so I, I it's something I feel like I'm a professional in and now with voice with video games, that's a little more challenging. because I'm a little less a, a challenged by it. But I've done I've done a number of hours. I, I worked for years on some games and stuff like that. So I kind of know how it goes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I feel pretty comfortable in video games. Um, but on camera is something that I never really had the. I, I did a lot of on camera work, but mostly like independent student films and stuff like that. So I've only had a few opportunities, a handful of opportunities, of working with like big tv and film things Mm -hmm. so i just i just haven't had the hours so and it's it's very when you're in a voiceover booth it's like they're just they're usually very positive and they're just like you're doing great you're great you know they're very positive it's how it is and and on a film set when you're a co-star or or guest star you know those terms you're just you have to go and you have to execute and no one is there to like make you feel like you're a special special snowflake you know they just Mm -hmm. have you have to execute so it's it's really stressful and hard So I I just, I'm dying for more experience in that to be able to get better at that. So I think I prefer on camera because I find more challenge in it is really the real answer.
0: Yeah, it's always very interesting to me to, because a lot of voice actors or even in Valorant, a lot of them also do screen or Mm on-screen work and stuff like that. And so I just just never know which one people enjoy more, like Mm -hmm. what their plans for the future are, because- Mm -hmm. As we or as I talk to these people, I build connections, and they become some of my favorite people, and I'm rooting for them wholeheartedly. So, right, yeah, it, it's really cool to to see where they want to be and progress in their future.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, but when, like, do you do you feel like with like these video games and stuff, is it is it challenging to? Act out a scene when you don't necessarily have um, the visual representation at all. Is that is that difficult in any way?
1: Yeah, that that can be a little bit of um, of a hiccup sometimes, and usually the director is like outlining what's happening ahead of time Mm -hmm. and then sometimes you do a take and they're like um no they're two feet away it's (laughs) a lot of times it's like technically like they're two feet away and also remember there was just an explosion okay okay gotcha so there's sometimes it's stuff like that um that makes but yeah it is it is a little a little challenging sometimes uh yeah
0: i just think like when because it's a lot of Creativity in your own mind. You kind of have to set the scene in your own head, and kind of, especially if you're doing it alone. You really don't, because on on screen, you you can feed off, you know, if you're you know riffing or you know whatever the case may be. You got that yep. other person in the room, mm-hmm. and with voiceover, I'm sure there's some times in in certain specific scenarios where you're in another room or you know, have the other performance, but a lot of these lines you're doing just alone and yeah. And if you're coming into a game like Valorant, it's not necessarily the easiest concept to understand. So like true uh a lot of scenarios I'm sure a lot of these voice actors don't really know exactly what the mood is or something like that. So I, I understand that could probably be pretty challenging.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's – you just have to kind of trust – I mean, I I think with with especially these big video games, it's like they want to get it right. And if they do a whole session and don't get it right, they're going to call you back, and you're just going to do it again. Mm -hmm. So I think the lesson you learn as a voice actor is just to relax and to trust them and let them collaborate with you and let them just push you a little bit more. I think that on camera acting, for example, it's not only the stimulus of like getting stuff, but you're kind of more and usually more in charge of your performance, like you, you have to do your work, and you also get the script ahead of time and so like a voiceover you get them like right there as you're about to say it so you have to just like okay got it. Um, so you kind of need to depend on the director. Mm -hmm. and all the input basically to to just and just be flexible and not not have too much of an ego about it and be like oh okay you want to be like that oh sure yeah that's you know even if you didn't necessarily see it that way Mm -hmm. you're like you're like you just have to be flexible and just just let them shape you a little bit basically and just trust them and let them maybe maybe they're doing they're making a mistake and that's sort of a lesson with with creative people is let let each other if you think it's other person's not right or wrong which obviously it's different choices like just don't have an ego with it and collaborate and let them make a choice basically because probably they're allowing you to make a choice and, mm-hmm. and definitely with valorant it was we had to move fast and get through a lot of stuff but they're really nice and i i totally think i could have gone hey i have an idea i never like insert any lines um but I know that I could have been like, hey, could I do a take like this? I, I don't know if I did that. But I, I really got the sense that I could do that, and it was collaborative. And they would be like, yeah, sure, why not? It, it was very free and loose. And it's not always like that. Sometimes they just kind of want to get through it, mm-hmm. and, you get, and you get a sense that you're like, right, I'm here to just execute. And they're, they're a little tired. They don't want my input on, 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 on a world they've been building for like three years, and you're like, I think this should be like this. And you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of that.
0: Yeah, it's, I always ask the, ask a voice actor, like, how much of your character um, were you able to, like, give your own interpretation? Like, were you showing what you interpreted from from this description, or were you told just to do this kind of kind of what they had like did, did you show them what they wanted or mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah I,
1: I think so i think so i think that i think the description of the audition the breakdown was was what what i what i did and then the, and then there's just like a level of trust of like cool we liked your audition you know sometimes you mm-hmm. start recording like here was your audition just <laughs> just remember what you did and you're like cool mm-hmm. and then you just get started yeah, it, it's pretty quick. I mean, that's that's the the gift of the audition process is they're picking you because you're giving them already what they want. Yeah. They don't they don't have to go very far. So so yeah, it was it was pretty much that smooth, you know. Um yeah, it was it was it was it didn't change much from audition to execution. Mm-hmm. Um and I really think what was fun is I I'd never really thought about like obviously it's it's in lines here and there. Sometimes there was like longer speeches which i'm not sure if they've ever appeared or not or if they're easter eggs or if they're just extra stuff but um you know it wasn't too much you know this kind of game it wasn't thinking about like the psychology of chamber you know anything like that it was just it was just like okay he's he's uh he's got can have an intense side but it's obviously very playful i mean it's kind of fun because i think he had a lot of freedom because he's pretty silly sometimes and you know makes a lot of jokes and mm-hmm. and, um, and they really allowed me they never went like oh you're going too high in your voice or too low in your voice i just was just like i have complete freedom because what what the mistake you make as as an actor is is defining a character with more constraint than you yourself so like i mean not to get all like actor teachy or coachy or whatever but i can kind of give you a, a separate example which mm-hmm. acting teachers have given me is that when you're starting as an acting, basically, like, you do a scene and you, your voice ends up, like, limiting to a range. Your emotions can limit, too. And you realize if you're just, like, talking with your friends, like, it goes all over the place. And there's little bounces. You know what I mean? Like, you're more, you have more range sometimes. And then you start acting as a character and the character has less range. And so you do have to first limit, like, who the character is or whatever. But then you should just just be free. Just, like, people are free and loose and imperfect and they they have like oh so it's not like oh that didn't sound like chamber there it's like no it's a three dimensional let's make it a three dimensional person but at least that's why i felt with it and that's how i approach things if it's not a commercial or whatever it's like let's make it a three dimensional person so you know it's always their choice to not use a certain line reading or whatever but it's like maybe i'm in the mood to go really high or or go down here you know so it's it, there's a, a sense of like just stop thinking so much and just be free and let it let it loose that's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just crazy like
0: the whole the whole sphere of like valorant when did you realize like was there a moment where it kind of hit you how big everything was and how impactful like the character that you you know made come to life was there a moment where you
1: realized that this is pretty big uh i don't I don't think there was a moment, but I think that um after the trailer came out, I was like, "Oh wow, it's really cool, really impressive animation, and like people liked it and stuff. but I think probably just like looking at the art, the fan art mm. and i would like i would I'd be like, "Oh, look at this fan art, that's amazing!" and then I'd look like a couple weeks later and be like, "Wow, there's like twenty more." <laughs> And I'd be like, that's amazing. That's so fun. And then, you, yeah, it just kept going. Um, and it's still to this day, it keeps going. And I have fun every once in a while looking up and I'm like, oh, there's a new one. And I'm like, wow. And I've I've followed a few uh, young fan artists. I even commissioned somebody to make me a piece of art that I could send out as a card for business purposes and stuff like that. So that's that's the part where I'm like, wow, like this community is, they obviously love the game. And then they create all this like fan culture around Mm -hmm. it and you're like i i definitely have never i don't know video game world very much but when i started doing video games i started like looking into them a little bit Mm -hmm. and i i just i know that exists with other games but obviously i hadn't encountered it Uh, yes yeah i I wasn't a main care i did a lot of voices for days gone Mm -hmm. i'm all i'm all over that game just people getting killed and random small characters i don't really know where i'm at because i don't have a game i just know i'm all over the place but so obviously after that came out like i would look things up but i I just you know i didn't see the same amount basically no disk to days gone because it's a different game you know yeah like all these characters and stuff like that but that was my, my first introduction to the video game world and culture so it was it was a little bit of a surprise to see like Oh wow, like not only are these these are like highly skilled artists are are celebrating this game and, and talking about the world and everything like that. Yeah.
0: People really like it's not just the game. Like there's, you know, all the backstories about everything. Like people are invested. Like I mean, I sit here and talk to talk to voice actors because it's not just a character or like you guys aren't just delivering lines. You guys are actually like bringing something to life and there's more to it than just you know pressing WASD on a keyboard to move around like there's backstories like people have conspiracy theories on who each character is friends with whatever the case may be
2: right but like
0: you know I you you see it all the time like you said the art like highly skilled artists like there's a lot to this community when it comes to Valorant I mean other games have it as well but Valorant is very prominent in a lot of people knowing who these voice actors are and mm-hmm. loving these characters and everything like that. So it's really cool to see. I mean, everyone loves it Like when people, the voice actors get into sharing art or whatever, like yeah, sharing yeah. stuff about their character. So yeah, yeah. it's really important uh, for everyone else to, to see that
1: yeah i I like it i mean it's it's fun for sure Um, Mm -hmm. because it's cool to know because video games are obviously like are viewed one way by some people as like oh you're spending too much time playing video games you know what i mean Mm -hmm. old generation stuff like that but then you see like it's a it's a world building you know it's not only that it's it's people engaging with their creativity and having a community of other other people to to yeah so it's, it's not just one dimensional it can be i'm sure there are people who don't play the game that much but like the world you know what i mean and are just into that um yeah so it's, it's cool and it's really cool that yeah that they're celebrating some of the voice actors i mean carolina who we spoke of is awesome obviously very talented very talented on-camera actor too mm-hmm. um and yeah all very very different obviously steve bloom who's like a legend and the, um, and the best he, yeah, and then these newer actors, and I'm newer as well too. But I've been doing it for a while. But I think some some of the younger uh, just it's they're you know just getting into the, the voice scene. So it's it's cool. It's 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 interesting to see all these different talent and obviously all over the world too. That's the that's the part that's the coolest. Is I think it's the worldwide. When I said the fan art, it was the fan art and going, oh wow, this is a game that's played all over the world. Mm-hmm. That was a little wild. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Valorant does an excellent job of oh we're gonna have to restart the meeting oh, yeah, in a no second. Yeah. um uh we'll say this and then we'll restart it. But uh Valorant does an amazing job when it comes to like casting people to represent a part of a culture and then people have something to identify with. Like you say that that person looks like me, they they are from where I'm from and they speak like me and I get to play as them. Like uh, you you just like sometimes when i first got on valorant i played characters because of how cool they looked or like what you know just but it also like kind of subtly taught or just kind of sn- snuck in there of teaching me about culture and different words in Different languages, yeah.
1: yeah. Little, little, you know When they speak in a different language, yeah, like, yeah. You'd be curious to look that up, yeah. It means. Yeah, and I know ne- Neon had a lot of uh Tagalog or, or
0: yeah, and that? I
1: was like, yeah,
0: and as, same as Astra, who who's from Ghana, mm. um, like there's just so many different things from different cultures in there, mm-hmm. but like whether you think about it or not, like a lot of people know voice signs, like. You know, you talk about chamber, there's those infamous voice lines, but that, there's that for every character, and a lot of them have different words and different languages in there. And so, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: teaching, I think that's so important when it comes to gaming, because uh, a long time ago, gaming have has had bad representation of kind of the culture behind, you know, like racism and everything like that, but... I mean, not the fact that it's completely gone, but like, it's, I think, I feel like it's gotten a little bit better when it comes to the representation of different cultures and stuff, which is really nice.
1: It seems to be more a consideration in Mm -hmm. the entertainment industry, that's pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, I, we'll, we'll sprinkle some voice lines, we won't make you do a whole bunch in a row, but in between some, some topics here. Uh, I think we gotta go with the with the if you wanna or you wanna play, let's play.
2: Let's
0: see if I,
1: let's see if I can like from memory from what I've heard. Oh, it is. You want to play? Let's play. That sounded like EA Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. I thought it
0: was really good. Uh it's. I say this every time and I when I mean every time every time but it will never get old to hear a character go into character uh. and do the line. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Because I I didn't know cuz I never I I tried to find um videos of you but I just I didn't know if like what kind of accent you had if yeah, you yeah, totally. if you're going to be French or not. Even from the start, when I tried to find you, because I, I looked up chamber voice actor like when you first came out, or when the character first came out, and I got a completely different voice actor, like a character, or like a voice actor who had did a part called chamber, or something. Oh, Matthew,
1: like Oh, Matthew Morrison. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, I saw that too. Because that is so. What's funny is obviously changed, but when it came out i was like oh am i listed or whatever because i wasn't on social media so i wasn't saying hey it's me yeah um and yeah i remember i remember like looking it up one day and they're like matthew morrison i was like oh yeah he is a voice actor i wonder why they, they mm-hmm. think it's, it's him anyway yeah
0: and i <laughs> i messaged him <laughs> oh
1: <laughs>
0: and I, I it took me a while like i was like Man, like I can't believe that I'm not going to get Chamber cuz he's he's a pretty big voice actor he's done Overwatch. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he's does a and d thing, I think. Yeah. Like critical role or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I was like, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to get him. Oh no. <laughs> cuz there's there's a couple like it might it might be a very long time if ever if I get Steve Bloom to right, to do right, this. Right, right. And so it it's a little sad when it seems out of reach, and
1: yeah, don't give up. It'll, it might happen. <laughs> it might. I mean, you know, crazier maybe things. When, maybe when you have like every single or like nearly yeah. every single one, he'll be the last one. He has the right to hold out as being the. Uh... He does. He definitely <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but ha- what what has it been like for you to have you learned a lot about Valorant? Like, have you tried to seek information out at all?
1: um yes and no i mean i've i no i definitely haven't done like a deep dive um yeah so i i haven't i've watched a little bit of twitch streams and like youtube play just to see how it is and stuff like that but um yeah probably but but i do i do see the art and stuff like that (laughs) like oh okay because of that one line um and carolina taught me that they ship me and ship someone with oh, yeah. <laughs> and i was like i was like they're like putting me with viper apparently <laughs> it was like a lot of art i was gonna like on my instagram i was like i'm trying to share i'm trying to share like um me with another character just for fun the mm-hmm. art and stuff like that like i just shared on my instagram with carolina's um race. um that one is even hard to find but it's just like there's a ton of me and killjoy and a ton of chamber and and um and Viper, so mm-hmm. it's funny how the ones they, they go together basically. So I, I understand there's like relationship dynamics and stuff like that, but yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. As I look over on the screen, it has Chamber and Viper right next to each other on on my oh, really? list, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of like uh, I see it on TikTok all the time of Chamber uh-huh. and Viper, um, uh-huh. but I that's 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 really funny that even you see that stuff Um, yeah i guess
1: i I look at the art and i'm like wow there's a lot of the art of this and this character and this character and then i started looking now and i I had a hard time finding certain pairs basically so that's that's a little if you want to share it on my instagram draw some obscure chamber and some other character and i might share it (laughs) yeah we
0: can well we can put that out there and hopefully you can get some 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 cool, cool art yeah yeah um we'll do uh we'll try to find it's always I'm always so nervous to, to get off this interview and then realize that I wanted a certain line <laughs> or that people will also in my comments tell me after the interview is done and like I'm posting videos they'll be like tell them to say this line like as if we're updating it every day yeah.
1: Um I did I did a bunch with Carolina too. So she's yeah. Oh yeah. Not not that it's it's fine to repeat them but just, you know. Yeah. You, you got you got some of it covered. <laughs> um There's
0: there's one after after Chamber gets a kill. He says, "I love this gun."
1: Does he laugh as well? I I had a lot of fun doing the laughs. I, I was like to like
0: and no, and it's it. kind of like a
1: I love I this. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's it's such a blur because like we were saying before, it's like you record it and then you don't see it for months and you're like, oh okay, yeah. I mean, at least I recognize my voice. I like did a game where like I didn't recognize my voice. <laughs> I think they digitally altered it a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, is that me?" Like, I don't remember any of these lines, but yeah, it's it's a funny, it's a funny job because you like do all these lines maybe just like once sometimes, usually more, and then you just find out later what it was. Yeah,
0: I also it's it's hard to like te- like verbally tell you a voice line, and especially if it's longer than yeah, uh, it it's weapon choices. It's so personal. None is none. Yeah, no. No, uh, yeah. y- you you pick a gun and it tells me who you are.
1: Weapon shows it's so personal, no? You pick a gun, it tells me who you are. <laughs> wow, that was incredible.
0: <laughs> you just snapped right into that. It's like I think... so contrasted from your original voice. Yeah. Wow, that might be the craziest. I no, I don't know any other Valorant voice actor who alters their voice that much.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I, I. Oh, okay.
0: I'm I'm trying to think. Like, there's some that are literally just people's voices. Not like any diss mm-hmm. to them, but they're just. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For sure, that makes sense. Wow, like I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks. I I do want to give you props because. You're, like, it is a performance to, to put down, uh, like, a, a video game, especially a character that is so, has a backstory and has depth to it. Your performance is fantastic in, in this game. And I, I, it actually, like, at the beginning of my podcast journey, I didn't think about it, but now the more that I talk to people, you guys do not get enough credit for a performance like when it comes to like people can like the character and you could probably take it how you want to but when it comes to actual props and like someone telling you that your character is phenomenal and like everything and i know that like riot has great directors and great writing staff but yeah i know you're a part of it and i always give props to them but also you you did a fantastic job
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. It means a lot, really.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Um, this one has a word that I'm, I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Um, but it's e- E-H-B-I-E-N. Bien. Yeah. It seems like these strangers want me dead.
1: Bien. They're not the first. It seems these strangers want me dead. Bien. Zayo, not so first. You're amazing.
0: That is incredible. Um I don't I don't even know what to like you're the actually mic,
1: the mic this mic helps a lot too. So this is this is my professional mic that I put in my booth and record when, and it's it's just a great voiceover it's, mic. It sounds that, phenomenal. That yeah. yeah, it's it helps a lot. Yeah. Does uh, does a lot of the work. Um where you said you're located on the East Coast. What state do you live in I'm in Rhode Island.
0: Oh, Rhode Island.
1: Do you like it in Rhode Island? Love it love it. yeah I haven't been here very long, but yeah, I love it. Oh, Where did you move from from Los Angeles? I was, uh, I was a Los Angeles guy for for eleven years. How about yourself? I'm
0: in Iowa, okay so i'm in the mid- literally in the middle of Iowa middle of iowa yeah um it's not there's not really a lot
1: whole whole life whole life there uh
0: yeah i, I mean i grew up in a small town in northwest iowa um mm-hmm. and then all my siblings kind of went to college around here and so mm-hmm. um now i live here and um all my siblings but one my oldest brother moved back kind of he's mm-hmm. a he's a doctor so he oh wow. Well. He's works with my dad, who's also a doctor, and they they oh. live um, close to each other. But yeah, I, I don't know. I I just I wanna I have nephews, so like I kind of want to stay here for a little bit. Um, yeah. But eventually, um, I would love to to move somewhere else, kind of experience something
1: different than Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I got you. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a good it's a good thing to try things out for sure.
0: What was the reasoning for moving out of Los
1: Angeles? Um, it was just time. We just wanted me and my lady wanted a, just a different um, pace of life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, LA's pretty pretty. Well, it's like slow paced, but still fast paced in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Yeah. Is it? Was it? Like,
0: did you like? la or did you begin to dislike it so you moved or did you just want the different change of pace
1: um there are things i liked about la and i'll definitely miss about la and things that i won't miss um yeah it's hard to don't want to slander la in any way or anything like that but um yeah it's it's a tough it's a tough place the the for me, if people have different things that they like and they don't like about LA. For me, like some people like obviously don't like the industry and the industry pace and Hollywood and all that. And that's kind of what I liked the most about LA is just you have a lot of creatives and actors and people to bounce ideas off of and opportunities and stuff like that. So that that aspect is cool. And you can see a lot of stand-up comedy and improv and stuff like that. So that was that was a part I really liked. But it's a very, it's a very big crazy city so a lot of times if if like someone's asking like oh what do you think of la i'm thinking of moving there and it's just like you should visit first for a little while not just like for a weekend you should try to find a way to go there for a month or two Mm -hmm. and see what you think because it's very it can be very overstimulating for people Mm -hmm. um and it's i really don't i think especially as times have changed with self-taping and booths and you know all this technology i i just don't think it's I think it's beneficial to be in a big market like New York or LA, but I don't think it's the only way. And I think for some people, it just, it's important to um, have a good ecosystem around you. Have like good people around you. Try to be happy. Try not to only be focused on whatever your career is. Try to like, you know, live your life too and enjoy life and and enjoy the people around you. Having family and all this stuff is really important. And I think LA is tough because people often move there and, you know, have a few friends and then they'll the joke in LA is that like, you never see your friends, if, you know, it's like one's on one side. It's so big that like, you'll just won't see them for months and months. Cause people don't want to drive over to each other. So, so it's, it can be a really, really tough place. It's an adventure. I think when you're younger, it's like, it's, it's an adventure and it's chaotic and stuff like that. But as you get older, you're like, it's a, it's a, it's a really turbulent ecosystem over there. It's, it's tough to find balance. Mm-hmm. I, I just think with age i'm just like i need a little more balance and, that, and i think it's i don't think it's right for everybody i think it's i think for some people it's great i think for some people it's maybe like absolutely the wrong place for them to grow creatively and and it's good to to support the narrative that you can make your way creatively or whatever you're doing in smaller markets in other places like you can find a way it takes time regardless people mm-hmm. think that you going going to la is going to be like this you know fast fast track track. yeah yeah it happens it happens but most people it's not a fast track and and who's to say that um another avenue is not going to be better for someone
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i've noticed a lot more that um i don't know how common it was before but as as the times have changed a lot more people are recording from home Mm -hmm. um when it comes to voice over anything just anything uh self-tapes and stuff so yeah. it—it's definitely. I mean, it's became more prominent to my attention um, recently, uh, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, we'll get um a couple more in here. Let me just check the time. Do you have a? Do you have a time that you need to? Uh
1: no, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay.
0: Yeah. Um. Who is that well dressed man on the other side? Ah,
1: the other me, of course. Who is that well-dressed man on the other side? Oh. Ah, the other me. Of course. I feel like I could just compliment you
0: until you got annoyed, because this is just <laughs> this is incredible. I I just know people are gonna are gonna love this. Um, have you have you got the chance? I know you said you spoke with um, Carolina,
1: but have you, have you gotten in touch with any of the other voice actors? Um, I said hi to Gabe just oh. by, by messaging. I said hi, and he said hi back. It was very sweet, uh, but that's it.
0: Gabe is uh, Fantastic. Uh,
1: yeah yeah i was i was just a fan of him i mean he's the new dom lafontaine you know the name Dom LaFontaine. yeah yeah he's like the new voice the trailer guy yeah it's incredible Even, and he's really good at it he's really good at it because i listen to some of them I'm like oh wow he put something different on that one just he he's really good at it
0: i do yeah, want to so. say if you're going to keep going at all i do want to interject that it's gotten to the point now where my mom knows when it's gabe's voice on the on right. the tv so it's yeah. like she's like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's gabe uh, yeah mom it's gabe so yeah it's yeah.
1: crazy yeah 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 he's he seemed really nice and so i i, I reached out to mm-hmm. say hi especially since i I don't know why it was sort of like he was the previous agent before mm-hmm. before me and so i was just like i don't know it was like he's the most recent one so i was just like i'll i, I can't say hi to everybody <laughs> you know so i was just like i'll say hi to him um but that's but that's it but now that i'm on instagram i have a few a few have reached or have befo- been following me so it's like oh that's nice eventually mm-hmm. if you know so I look forward to connecting with some of them, yeah.
0: Um, This is a classic one. Uh, Toaster
1: is broken. Oh, no. (laughs) We'll get that right after. So so rude to KO. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They need to put in, like, a KO line that's, like, just... They probably do have some KO lines that just dismiss Chamber. I feel like everyone wants to dismiss Chamber. Probably, yeah. He's kind of a little bit of a villain. Is, is it the line just "Toaster is broken"? Yeah, I do not remember how that's said. Oh, he, he, he just finished shooting him, basically. Yeah, yeah. toaster is broken. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I just
2: there there is a lot of um,
0: there's a lot of you know voice lines between people and. Uh, it's always cool when to see the interactions in game between who who doesn't like each other. There is people I bet a lot of people don't really like chamber, um, like you said. Uh was it was it fun to play a character who's just full of himself and just Oh yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. Yeah. It may, I mean, I it made it very easy, I think, because I think his default is just being cocky. <laughs> so you could put some like some cocky spin on the voice basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allowed the voice to be really flexible and just sort of like be silly. Um, yeah. Cause I think, you know, I think it's a sort of like self-conscious cockiness mm-hmm. it's sort of it's self, sort of, I don't know if the self-referentials is the right word, but just self-aware of his Frenchness and his cockiness and his suaveness and you know i think i think he's he's slightly trying to irritate a little bit um that's that's sort of my take Mm -hmm. but i but it's it is cool to you know obviously i don't know more than fans know because they don't really give me a lot of insider information but they guide me through different things but obviously we know from um fracture the fracture trailer and all that that's like you know there's he's a complex character it'll be interesting to see you know what his what his layers are and stuff like that and and how truly villainous he is or if he's, there's a grey area or, or what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to find out.
2: Um I
0: Oh, uh, please do not mistake my smile. I take this all very
2: seriously.
1: Please do not mistake my smile. I take this all very seriously.
2: Oh, man. Um. uh, I kind of want to get some with, uh, some French words in there. Sure. Um. Uh.
0: it says Astra. It is a, del- it is delightful to see you. I am at your service, and then I think it's the. Mademoiselle. Yes.
1: So it's Astra. I, a delight to see you. I am at your service, mademoiselle. Yeah. Astra. It is a delight to see you. I am at your service, mademoiselle.
0: Mm-hmm. That's French. Is is a very interesting language to me i think it sounds so good and and you it sound can. yeah you sound so good it can
1: it can it can it can sound rough too if you go to the right places but yeah <laughs> I'm sure. uh,
0: where's the where's the right place is that oh
1: i don't know i, I can't but, well you just you you have all you have so many different accents in, in, in and and so i i can't really do any but but it's you yeah.
0: Is French like where you like wherever you go, it's gonna sound different?
1: Yeah, every region has, has different accents. I mean there's like like in America, there's like a standard American, you know, we both have like a, a standard American accent. I'm yeah. sure we have like little little things maybe. Yes. Yeah, like a little but, new um, ones. But French definitely has a kind of, you know, Parisian sort of standard French accent. Um, but then you know the South has all kinds of different accents, and then all the little regions have have particular accents for hmm. sure. Um, and then there's obviously like class differences, basically, in accents and cultural differences. People who have are immigrant families and they bring in their different culture and their the other languages they speak. So there's there's quite a few quite a few accents, yeah. I mean it makes sense. I, I realised that when I asked a question, but no, no no. I mean it's yeah, you really don't know until you yeah, you experience it, so um we'll get like one or two
0: more in here. Um
2: uh I really am fantastic.
1: Just take a while I don't remember how it was said but I'll just I'll just say it <laughs> I really am fantastic <laughs> um oh well
0: this suit is ruined
1: uh, that's, oh I thought I went at one with something I like vaguely remember that one well this suit is ruined <laughs> <clears throat> uh
2: um
0: Oh, do you want to do one with a laugh in it? Uh, Did you enjoy the show? And then laugh. Of course you did.
1: Did you enjoy the show? (laughs) Of course you did.
0: I think that's a... That's a beautiful one to end off on. Um, I appreciate you so much for doing this. This was very easily at the top of my list of favorite ones that i've ever done you you are such a a kind person and um just such a uh very talented actor and voice
1: actor so i, I appreciate you very much for doing this i appreciate you. you made it easy and it was a pleasure and um i'm wishing you all the best and hope you get many more fascinating interviews yeah
0: i i mean i hope we can speak again soon and um yeah, I, I again I appreciate it and I thank you everyone for watching and I will see you guys all next time. Peace.